Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to finish the parable of the prodigal son or the lost son. That's Luke chapter 15 verses 25 through 32. This will be our fourth devotion in Luke chapter 15, which covers several lost things. The first was a lost sheep. Next was the parable of a lost coin. And yesterday we dealt with the first part of the parable of the lost son or the prodigal son by talking about the younger son who audaciously asked for his father's inheritance before his father died, went off to a far country and squandered it, and then repented, came back to his father who received him as a son. If you've been around the Christian faith for any length of time, you've probably heard messages on the parable of the prodigal son. If not, it's worth going back and listening to yesterday's devotion so we can understand today's better. But we're going to pick up today with the older son, who is also lost in his own way. Verse 25. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And the servant said to him, Your brother has come home, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and sound. But the older son was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him. But he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I have never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat, that I might sell celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. So here you have this dutiful, obedient, self-righteous older brother, who you can be sure looks down on his younger brother and thinks, man, I'm glad I'm not like him. Now I wonder who Jesus could be referring to when he talks about the older brother. Let's go back to Luke chapter 15 verse 1 to remind ourselves who he was speaking to with these three lost parables. It says, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him, and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Jesus' audience is the Pharisees and the scribes. And in this final parable, the parable of the lost son, or you might say the parable of the lost sons, because as I said, the older son is lost in a different way than the younger son was lost. Jesus is going back to things that were written about in Luke's orderly account back at least as far as the end of chapter 13 and the beginning of chapter 14. The end of chapter 13, Jesus lamented over Jerusalem because although he wanted to gather his people to him like a hen gathers her chicks, they would not because they refused to embrace the message of the kingdom. In fact, the self-righteous Jewish people who were rejecting Jesus as the Messiah had a track record of mistreating prophets, didn't want to hear from God, but wanted to do their own religious thing. At the beginning of chapter 14, we talked about Jesus healing a man on the Sabbath, which the Pharisees and the scribes had a problem with because you weren't supposed to do that on the Sabbath. And again, Jesus had to rebuke them for being so focused on their religious ritualistic box that they couldn't see that it was totally right and good to heal a man who needed 
needed healing even if it was the Sabbath. Then he talked about the wedding feast later on in chapter 14 and a great banquet. And here Jesus highlights, as we've talked about in the devotions covering those texts, the hard-heartedness or the cluelessness of the Pharisees. And here they are again personified in the older brother. And while those of us who truly have faith in Jesus Christ are filled with the Holy Spirit and are therefore strongly compelled by the power of God at work in them not to be like the older brother, we still have a tendency in our own carnal, sinful nature to take on characteristics displayed by the older brother in this parable. We sometimes have a tendency to think that because we're obedient, because we follow the rules, because we're more moral than those sinners over there on the other side of the tracks who we don't want to associate with because they're unclean and they do bad things, that somehow we should deserve a little bit of recognition from God for how good we are. Furthermore, sometimes we have to fight the instinct to look down on people who quote-unquote aren't as good as we are, to think of them as less than. And at our very worst, and I hope this isn't true of you or me, but we can be tempted not only to not celebrate joyfully the salvation of a sinner who repents because of God's miraculous intervention in their life, which leads them to Christ, but we can want to come up with reasons for why this person really shouldn't be celebrated. If you've listened to this podcast any length of time, you've heard me rail on quote-unquote Christians who don't take scripture seriously, who water down the gospel, who are running denominations and seminaries and churches into the ground with their apostasy. And I stand by all of those things I've said. But on the other side of the spectrum, there is another type of quote-unquote Christian who loves everything that the Bible says about how people should behave and how they shouldn't behave. They're in church every Sunday with their Bible under their arm. But despite the religious and even Christian facade that they portray, underneath it all, they're self-righteous moralists. Their hope is in their own righteousness, which of course doesn't exist because the only righteousness available to us is Christ's and that's only attainable through faith. These self-righteous religious moralists are no more Christian than the apostate heretics on the other end of the spectrum. And you and I don't want to belong to either of those camps. We want to be the kind of people who when our younger brother that blew our father's inheritance and then repented and came home, when that happened, we want to be the people who celebrate with great joy our father's welcoming him back with open arms. In fact, we want to be the kind of people who go looking for people who are like the younger brother, befriending them, loving them, building rapport with them in hopes that the Lord will give us a chance to explain the gospel to them so that they might also be saved by grace through faith in Christ alone the same way that we, very much like the younger brother in our own right, which we talked about in yesterday's devotion, needed to be saved. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsored The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, 
the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd Annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.